So uh, you get done mowing your lawn? I I did. I I got to use my new trimmer and blower wow. that I bought. Yeah. Um, lawn lawn equipment. My my string trimmer died, so I got a replacement string trimmer, and also it came with a blower. It's all this ego battery stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you remember the field back behind our, our house? Sometimes it's a field. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's a prairie. Sometimes it's, a, well, they mowed, they mowed the prairie yesterday. So it looks like crap. But one time when they mowed the prairie, like two years ago, they got too close to our fence and took out one of the panels. <laughs> so now, now they come nowhere near the fence. Yeah. They leave like a, a four foot swath, which I then have to go out and trim myself. So uh, that'll, that'll teach me. So, but I got to use the new string trimmer tonight to take out the four foot path. And I don't know. Anyway. Um, so yes, I, I spent the night. Wait, hold on. You don't care about my lawn. Why are you asking me this? Oh, Oh, you have to spend time doing your lawn? Oh, yeah, God, that sounds terrible. Because <laughs> you vacuum yours, isn't it? Jesus. Maybe. False alarm. Hey, toddlers. It's like I forgot to start. <laughs> Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Friends, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Okay, I guess. <laughs> False start. Forgot to talk. I don't know. Could be one of those shows. <laughs> what do we do in here again? What is this? We've been doing this for episode. 65 straight weeks. What? <laughs> I don't remember how any of this works. We're recording this. What? So I got to, uh, we, should we start with follow-up and then go to feedback this week? We got a lot of follow-up. So sure. I got an email from Podbean. Remember how Podbean is trolling you about, Hey, would you like to, would you like to podcast? What? Yeah. Well, you know, yes. right. I got an email. Ask your questions about how to start a podcast. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Don't miss it. Live resources on editing. Thanks. So I guess what I would say is, <clears throat> if we had questions about how to run a podcast, uh, history shows the last people we should be asking is Podbean. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what you want to do here is, all right, so you're going to take your you're going to take your 20-minute conversation, you're going to edit it down to about 16 minutes and then you're going to release about 8 of it. What about the other 8? No, nobody listens. You just it, it look, we're going to drop it anyway, so you don't even need to do that part of the work. Step step 1 is edit. And step 2 is And step 6, see the middle part cut out there. It's handy. Yep. Yeah. Step six, enjoy. No, wait, what? 
wait, oh, wait, what, what's, 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 what's the middle thing in there? That'd be funnier if it was a free service. <laughs> what's, what's this note about the podcast costing you more money? Yeah. So, um, so a couple of weeks ago, as I'm listening to a podcast that you've recommended, my brother, my brother and me, and that we've occasionally maybe borrowed some bits from, uh, it happened to be their annual uh, fund drive to gain membership. Yes. Not that I needed yet another podcast to give money to, but I am now a member of the Maximum Fund group as well. Nice. Which yeah, which oh, oh my I just realized I literally live. I just realized this. I did this wrong. I, you know what I should have done? I should I should have just I should put that through the business and just written it off as as research. Oh. Yeah. You know, we keep, any- jo- we keep joking about that and yet when it co- when the time comes to actually write something off, <laughs> I completely forgot about it. <laughs> oh. Is there any way for us to join the Maximum Fund Network? Or are we not? Well, yeah. Uh, I think there's some. I think there's a few hurdles. Um, I, I think we've got a long way to go to Maximum Fund. Um, is there a mediocre fund network that we could join? Is there? A, is there a just clears the bar fund? Again, we, we might. We need to be worried. occasionally fun. We're an occasionally fun network. Um, you know. Yeah, occasionally. I was thinking occasionally, occasionally fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? <laughs> um, We're fun you know adjacent. What? <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll do some research and see if there's uh if if there's a if there's a home for an occasionally fun podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I think I think maximum fun uh is is that's a goal. That's you know you know what we call that uh, in business terms. That's a that's a stretch goal. That's we're that's gonna make a, that a stretch that's, goal for you. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's what's next? Let's see. Oh, so um, last week, last week we talked about Tony Larusa. Yes, we did. Yeah. And he's old school, and and how he thinks things ought to be dealt with. I saw. I realized. Yeah. Tony LaRusso thinks he's old school, but if you really want to deal with somebody throwing at you, this is the way that you did it in 1974. Oh, so Lenny Randall in (laughs) in 1974, a pitcher threw a ball right behind Lenny Randall. Lenny was not happy. So the next pitch he dropped a bunt to the first side uh, towards first base, right where the pitcher would have to cover. So that when the pitcher came over to cover, he just left the base path and nailed the pitcher. And then just cold cocked him. Yeah. Yeah. And when I, <laughs> what I, what I, yeah, just right. And boom, there you go. And what I like about this, well, first of all, and then he keeps running and gets tackled before he gets to first base. So I don't even, I, I don't even know at that point, like if you're the umpire, you're like, I don't safe out. Although technically he was tagged. He was tagged out. Anyway, what, what I like about this is so the batter's like, 
I'll take care of this. I don't need my manager standing up for me. But second of all, do you know how much do you know how much skill you need to drop the proper bunt to get the pitcher to be in the right position so that you can nail him? Like this takes skill. And I'm like, how about more of this baseball? So anyway, that I saw this and I thought Tony LaRusse's got nothing. Nothing. This is this is the way. This is the way you handle this in the 70s. <laughs> Did did you see the tweet that's below this? The reply tweet below this? This is the same guy that Amos Otis, this is Kansas City against Seattle. Amos Otis for Kansas City drops a bunt down the third baseline and Randall tries to blow the ball foul before it gets to third base. Oh, that's this guy. Yeah. Same guy. Same guy. So the guy the guy understands how to how to how to work with bunts. Exactly. That's um let's see oh let's see a couple of other a couple of other follow-ups so this one this one's going way way back uh remember last year when we did our we did our live draft nfl draft coverage that you then uh put back together again and it was it was the sound of the whoosh and we got some feedback whooshed it yeah don't do that again right yeah. But w- one of the things that we constantly complained about during that coverage and this year where we were texting back and forth during the draft was you're on the clock. Just pick, just pick, just pick. Why are you waiting? It's including are we making some picks. Is somebody yeah. going to pick? Yeah. Somebody's got to pick. That's the point of tonight, right? I think there's a pick and couldn't figure out why the Jaguars that were on the were on the clock since the end of January still needed to wait their entire time. They knew who they were taking. Everybody knew, but they wouldn't pick. That's Story because came- ESPN had a it's because ESPN had a package they needed to run, but that's okay. Yeah. You're not wrong. The story came <laughs> out this week that Jacksonville has admitted that the reason they had to wait seven minutes is the NFL forced them to. They were told by the NFL, oh, here we go. Uh, once the, So the NFL said you have to wait seven minutes before you can pick. Yeah, because ESPN had a package. So while we were blaming the Jaguars. Not their fault. I mean, this one isn't. They, they, trust me, they got, they got plenty. Like, <laughs> There's plenty of things, sure. Yeah. But in this one, I think we can go straight to Goodell. Oh, okay. um, last bit of follow-up, uh, for you is, um, I don't know if you saw Apple TV plus on Apple TV on Apple TV, uh, announced that they have signed, they have landed a new series from David West Reed. Do you know what David West Reed has done recently? Um, Nope. Trained videos. Oh, I wish they'd be so lucky. He was a writer and executive producer on Schitt's Creek. Oh, really? Yes. And he is going, he's going to be the showrunner for the big door prize, a story of a community that discovers a magical destiny predicting machine in their grocery store. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So it's not a Schitt's Creek sequel. No? Okay. Just checking. Anyway, this is where Apple needs to put on the bottom the same thing that shows up on all invest on TV advertisements for investments. 
past performance does not guarantee future results. But anyway, <laughs> anytime we get to mention Shit's Creek on this show, we we try to we just try to fold it in. And uh, so anyway, I, I I saw this one and I thought I'd throw it on the on the uh, on the rundown. And now that we've talked about it, I can just write it off. Okay, so now that we've done all of our follow up, was there any feedback to last week? We did not get for the first time in I don't know maybe ever. We did not get any feedback from toddler number negative 18. She's been really busy this week. I know. I say, is she okay? <laughs> Do we need to check on her? Well, I know she's okay because she, <laughs> I know she's okay because she published a newsletter for, for her writer's newsletter. So I got okay. it. So I know she's, I know she's alive, but I know she's busy and working on stuff. And so She's writing her own stuff. She doesn't have time to write for us, which I, t- I totally get. So she, she just got our first check. <laughs> it's zero. <laughs> oh, I should probably do something else. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a check for zero dollars and zero cents. It cost us 58 cents to mail it. Yeah, but the look on her face when she realized how much good material she gave us. Oh, I'm I'm good. It's good. I'm glad to hear though that she's okay because I was thinking we were going to have to get the cow with the uh, with the with the big bourbon thing around its neck and and the rescue cow and go send send him out to go. <laughs> rescue cow. I may be getting a couple of things confused, but I do believe that's the official <laughs> rescue animal in Minnesota. Oh. So uh, there is there is a um, sale depending on how quickly you listen to this or how quickly I get it out. Um, the ebook of Sirens Cove is on sale through June sixth. I'll drop a link to that in the comments section, um, and you can always sign up for her newsletter. I'll post I'll post a link to that too. So no no feedback from Sarah, but a little plug in a little dip into the money zone there. I, I guess maybe I don't know. I don't think I'm using that correctly. When the brothers use it, they refer to making money for themselves. You're now, you're now using it to help other. And I'm, by the way, I'm not against helping other people make money. I think you're just using it wrong, but I'm now concerned. I'm now concerned that I've left ad sales in your hands for a year. (laughs) We we should probably have a business meeting at some point. (laughs) Corporate retreat coming up July 23rd. Um, By the way, that segment, Brought to you by DJ to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ service. No, is that not how this works? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> toddler number one said last week wasn't our best work. N- no argument, n- but it wasn't our worst work, right? Yeah, that's you know what the beauty of doing this for sixty five episodes in this in this run is it it is we we've put out enough we've put out enough work now at this point that it's it might be difficult to like to get above the high points, but there's some low points in the past too <laughs> that uh, we've we've now we've now just statistically speaking, you know we're we're in a, we're in a good spot at this point. This happened today. I got a text from Greg. Yep. Wow. wow. New era inspired, custom created oh. talk, talking to Todd hats. I thought those are awesome. 
All right. So we <laughs> got, we got, we got talking to Todd on the front. Yes. We got one hat with the five one five area code. Yes. And the other one with just question marks. Undisclosed location. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The front, we got, we got a lizard. Yep. Both of them have a lizard. Yep. On the side, on one side, in a, an amazingly detailed replica of the America's Cup trophy. <laughs> it's really impressive. And we've got, let's see, one's got the Premier League on it, and one's got the, is that the Iowa High School Athletic Association? Yeah, it looks like a basketball and a refing jersey. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, I see that. And then on the other side, we've got uh, we've got a camper. Yeah, I think they both have campers on them. Oh, and look at the on on the back, uh, yeah. where, where yeah. the where the adjustable is. Yep, they're they're they they've got our names, G Missin and Lil <laughs> Chili. <laughs> Fantastic! This is this is new era. Should call them. And say, could you come in and could you come in and help us with some stuff? <laughs> and he said, now you'll have a throwaway hat when you get a hat that you just have to get. <laughs> I said, I can't throw away that hat. <laughs> I'll have to toss one to bring it into the house, <laughs> but it will absolutely be worth it. <laughs> yeah. And and Greg, you know, I don't think you have to throw away a hat. Technically, you did not buy this hat. It's true. Good point. I acquired it. I did not buy it. So the one for one rule, you know, because if there's, there's a loophole there, because if there's one secret to marriage, it is tripping up your spouse on a loophole and going lawyer on her. Cause, <laughs> cause, cause that always leads to success. <laughs> that, that always goes over really well. <clears throat> So technically, when I agreed, the wording of, you know what, that's fine. I'll just, I'll sleep out here. That's cool. That's fine. <laughs> and he said, I, I'd need to read the unwritten rules, but I'm 99% sure you're safe to keep it. <laughs> you know who we have to check with first, though? Tony LaRusso. To- Tony LaRusso. Tony LaRusso. Yes. Yeah, let's check with, with Tony. <laughs> no. No, he's he's not a good resource. That's awesome. That's and that's great work, Greg. <laughs> again, our audience just keeps on giving. See, you know what? It's this kind of stuff when we get ready to put our package together to get into the uh, occasionally fun network. We need we're, we just we need to take the stuff from Sarah and the stuff from Greg and say, here you go. And they're like, what about the podcast? You know, I just assumed that the podcast was good enough to get this kind of stuff created by our audience. He also asked me this was earlier this week. He asked me if I'd seen the new lineup for Lollapalooza. Have you seen this? I have not. No, no. I Yeah. Uh, a little chilly and a little stinky featuring Big Lizard. And I'm guessing Big Lizard Lizard is spelled with no vowels. Spelled L-Z-R-D, yes. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's Big Lizard. (laughs) That was more Muppets. That didn't work. Uh, Let's see. Also, uh, Felderman, uh, much much like Lindsay, not fond of guests that aren't him. 
Okay. <laughs> he like Lindsay likes it when she's a guest. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're getting consistent feedback from guests that they specifically not that we need more guests. We just need more of them and less of us. Of us, yeah, yeah. That does seem to yep. be a yep. Hello, toddlers. This is Mark Felder on the road in Iowa with your town of the month. I am in Beeman, Iowa, population 191. Nice little town. A really pretty Methodist church. Very good, nice baseball field that is home to the BCLUW Comets and a really good big antique store. So reporting for Talking to Todd, Mark Feldman on the road. Don't I don't think I've got anything else in the feedback column. Did you have any feedback? Nope, nope. I what I that's what I like to refer to as a clean week. Um <laughs> <laughs> So maybe it wasn't as bad as we Oh, never mind. You guys dropped a show last week? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll catch the yeah. next one. <laughs> Did I miss anything? No, not really. Wouldn't say I missed it, Bob. <laughs> Main topics? Sure. Yeah. Um, should we start should we start with, with nominations for idiot of the week? Actually, let me let's let's take a quick detour to Todd's tech corner really quick because okay. this is this is timely information. And okay. it, it could have been follow-up. So a couple of months ago, I I pointed out that Amazon was going to start using all of your Echo devices to create a network that you couldn't see, but Amazon devices could use. Yeah. And they called it Amazon Sidewalk because um, apparently they now see the inside of your house, a public space, just like the sidewalk. Um, I only bring this up because... If you have Amazon devices, and there's a long list of these, including some ring cameras and all sorts of stuff, that's going live next week. Oh. And Amazon helpfully made it opt out. So if you take no action, congratulations, Amazon's using your network and using your Echo devices to expand their network. So if you would prefer Amazon to not use your network for their own gain. Um, you have to go into your Alexa app on your phone and go into, I think, settings, and there's a place to... You're looking for Sidewalk, and you want to disable that. Because if you don't, congratulations, you're now you're now part of the Amazon network. So anyway, just wanted to... Uh, we talked about it before, but then I uh, there's a bunch of messages to the, this week said, "Hey, by the way, it's going live next week." If out of curiosity, yeah, if I had a metered connection on, say, CenturyLink, yeah, uh, and I went over my limit because of this extra traffic per se that that might be going on. Is Amazon going to um, reimburse me for that additional expense? <laughs> God. Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's, that's the funniest thing you said on this podcast in months. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> no. 
That's, um, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, no, that, no. You know what we need to drop in there is uh, Lindsay laughing. <laughs> that's, that's the sound effect we need right there. Uh, no, according to Amazon, they they aren't going to use that much. It's it's very. It, they're not going to use that much of your data. Can you tell how much? It's, no, no, you can't see it. You you won't know. But according to just take 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 their word for it, it's it's not much. Is that like M- Microsoft Word doesn't take up very much hard drive space? Right. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yep. Um. So anyway, there you go. Now, uh, as was pointed out to me by by somebody else, just uh, uh because I'm an Apple person, I I am going to point out that. Amazon's not the only one doing this. The new Apple Find My Network with the AirTags and all that stuff, that uses Apple devices and Apple devices, when they see tags through a, a whole privacy thing, they send their, that information through your cell plan or your Wi-Fi through your devices back to Apple. So they also use some of your cell or Wi-Fi so Amazon's not the only one that's doing this. So take that for what it's worth. And I don't, I don't know that you can, I don't know that you can actually disable the, I don't know that you can disable participating in the Apple find my network. So, Oh really? You can, you can disable, you don't have to find your devices. You can turn your devices off from being able to be found, but I don't know that you can turn your devices off from finding other people's devices. Um, oh, oh, and then, and then, as long as as long as we're into Todd's tech corner, which is also surveillance land, basically, uh, <laughs> just one other thing, uh, and this is true of this is true of any if anybody has a smart TV or a streaming device of almost any kind, there there's an amazing amount of we've heard for years that companies don't they sell the TVs at almost at cost and then make the money up by collecting what you're watching and selling ads and everything else. And everybody's like, well, you know, whatever. Um, Roku went public recently and they finally issued their, I think they issued their first um, quarterly numbers and it did come out. um, So they don't, they don't lose. Oh, sorry. It wasn't Roku. It was Vizio. Vizio smart TVs. That's who it was. Vizio went public. It turns out they don't lose they they don't lose money on making TVs, but Vizio, which is one of the largest TV manufacturers uh, in the United States, in one quarter made about forty two million dollars selling TVs, and they okay. made about thirty six million dollars selling all of the data about their viewers to other people. So it's it's. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and TV sales uh, are are increasing at like 5%, and the data harvesting surveillance uh, revenue is growing at 125%. So it's not going to take long. Eventually, they're going to be a data harvesting and surveillance company that happens to uh, sell TVs. So, But they're anyway. not losing money doing that. No, 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 not yet. No. Yeah. Yeah. They're making money on the TV, just making more money trying to figure out how many episodes of MASH you watch every day. 
Oh, don't don't fix that yet, though. Just add another line, because your first line, your first effort was, "What business is Roku in?" Yes. Did you see what Roku did a couple of weeks ago? Uh, what did they do? Do you like the shows that you watch now at twenty-two and forty-four minutes? How would you feel about watching them in ten-minute bursts? Did Roku buy Quibi? They acquired all of the Quibi content and they released some of it and eventually will release most of it on the Roku channel. Yes. What? (laughs) (laughs) There are, to be fair, there were some fairly high powered names associated with some of this Quibi content. I'm not going to say it was great content, but there were some high powered names. Well, I mean, I want to say. So I will. I want to say it it had something like $2 billion of investment. Yeah. And they used all of it to pay people who you've heard of to create content. Yes. That almost nobody watched. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so now they're going to release it on the Roku channel, which more people may watch than Quibi. Maybe. <laughs> I I am thinking, so they, so wait, Quibi was valued at more than $2 billion and Roku bought them for less than a hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> and they may have overpaid. <laughs> I don't know what some of these shows, Anna, I just, I remember Anna Kendrick being one of them. And then there's a murder mystery thing. I don't know. Anyway. <sighs> okay. How do we, let's, we got to get onto something here. That's what else we got. Uh, oh. How about, how about our, how, how about our, <laughs> how about our nominations for idiot of the week? All right. I've got two nominations this week that I wanted to present to you. So, uh, and I have one. So oh, let's, see, one. let's see how this goes. All right. Yep. So story number one, some parents in, New Jersey, uh, were upset that the outfield fence at their high school softball complex was, they felt, too close to home plate, putting them at a competitive disadvantage. Now, there's a lot to unpack there, right? Because the wall doesn't move between teams. (laughs) The the outfield wall is where it is, but the parents somehow decided that it was too close, which hurt their team. After complaining, they decided to do something about it. And school officials one night, one day showed up. And the softball fence was moved 20 feet further away from home plate. In security cameras show three or four cars showing up in the middle of the night. And they took it upon themselves to take down the fence, remove the fence posts, move them 20 feet out, put the fence post back in, put the fence back up and change the dimensions of the high school softball field. The parents did this? The parents did this. Yes. So. Because what? 
Yeah, the athletic director said uh, that he had received several complaints from softball parents regarding the fences. The fence in April saying the fence was too close to home plate and gave the team a competitive disadvantage. And so somebody just went and went and fixed it. So, so there's there's story number one of, uh, you know what? It's great to see parents involved in the school, right? <laughs> volunteering that's uh, i yeah. what i wouldn't give for <laughs> volunteers like that when lucas was in school in the band program to get hands-on volunteers that take initiative doing the work that's what, that's what you that's what you're looking for yep i i mean you 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 do want to keep them away from like you know what the track is too long and and my students the students are my kids are getting tired so instead of having like a 400 meter track what if we did like a i don't know like a 380 track i think i think the times would come down so they just go out in the middle of the night start shuffling shoveling some dirt and asphalt moving and restriping and like there you go so anyway um wow yeah all right so that was that was story number one uh what do you have for story number two uh story number two have you followed the french open is that uh is that is that tennis or golf? That's sorry. That this is this is tennis. This is not a story about Naomi Osaka. It's actually because she didn't do interviews. She didn't do a media interview. They fined her fifteen thousand dollars because she wouldn't meet with the media, take questions from the media. The nomination comes with the aftermath of that. Did you see this story? According to Yahoo Sports, after Osaka withdrew, and this is 100% true, the president of the French Tennis Federation read a statement to the media and then left the room without taking any questions. What? (laughs) He read it in French, then he read the English translation, and then he walked out. Yep. So my question is, did he pay his $15,000 fine or did the association have to move it from one account just to the other account? <laughs> He's going to have his wages garnished. <laughs> the fact that the tennis player refuses to engage with the media and take any follow, any questions from the media is a disgrace to tennis will be dealt with properly uh significantly and properly she will be fined and uh this will not stand uh that is the end of the statement i take no questions good day wait what <laughs> yeah, that's yes that's pretty much exactly how it went what is french <laughs> what is french for read the room anyway uh, <laughs> so that that was that was my nomination right, that's your nomination french tennis federation president yes all right I have story number three for idiot of the week. This one just came across, just came across this week. As you know, I, uh, I am a connoisseur of, of video game speed runs. By the way, I didn't know what that was until this afternoon. Um, so <laughs> apparently Luke, Luke, yeah. Luke Lucas, <laughs> I'm going to so, need a little help here. So apparently in Minecraft, there is a, there's a whole subgenre of people that try to do speed runs to win Minecraft. 
again? I didn't know you could win it. Whatever. What? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a whole thing. Welcome to Boomer Radio. What is that? Huh? Get off my porch. So you you go through and you have to complete a couple of things and then you have to fight a dragon or something and you try to get all of this done in a certain amount of time and people then post videos and this is a thing to show how fast you can do this specific thing. And in October, yeah. Do they run like up one ramp and down the other ramp and then through a tube and then they, you know, go back and forth between the little um, posts and then jump over. Is that how this? Okay. I was going to skip all this crap, but you asked for it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Quickly beating Minecraft is a process with a lot of steps. One of the most, by the way, I'm not even clicking on the link that says a lot of steps. You know what? No, screw that. I am. All right. (laughs) Here's what you need to do. How to do a Minecraft speed run. Finish the game before most players finish their house. You do a get started. Then you have to go to the desert temple. Then you go to the village. Then you go to the nether portal. Then you go to the nether. Then you have to do some stuff. Then you go to the stronghold. Then you end, then you go to ender dragon. And then the only thing left to do is create a new world and beat your previous time. I can supply the link if you would like that. So it turns out there is a, there, I don't know, they all decided this is a way to do it. And by the way, just because you were smart ass one. Okay. So I'm going to continue now. One of the most crucial is bartering your gold with piglins in the hopes of getting enders pearls, which are then needed to eventually construct a portal that will take you to an area known as the end where you can fight the ender dragon that serves as the final boss of the run. I know what every single word of those means separately. And in that combination, none of that makes any sense, but that's okay because we're moving on because this is a speed run. All right. So you know, if, if Lucas doesn't have the answer to this, Reagan absolutely does. So I've got sources, but please continue. So a, a Minecraft streamer named dream last October was streaming some amazingly fast runs and immediately people said boy that doesn't seem right watch the video that doesn't seem like that could happen so then people got involved and there were multiple groups of of math enthusiasts that started figuring out because when you play there is these things that you need to get from people only happen on average at a certain amount of time. He was amazing. This dream guy was amazingly lucky in his runs that he was way, he was way outside of how quickly he should be getting any of these because like at each place where you have to get stuff, he was getting them way too quickly. And so people said, Oh, you're cheating. And he said, no, I'm not. So then other math people got involved and said, well, no, actually it wasn't as bad. And there was a, it turns out it was a whole, it was, it was, it was basically, it was a kerfuffle and it was getting close to becoming a Donnybrook, which apparently can happen among math, among math people, which among, among Minecraft math people. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a bridge too far, but. Yes, including including a YouTube channel called the Stand Up Maths channel, 
which then calculated how lucky he would have to be to have done this without being assisted. You know what? I'm going to have to watch this now. Okay. Anyway, so that happened in October. People have made YouTube videos about this. There have been ongoing blah, 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 blah. Here's this week. Dream said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, turns out I had some mods um, turned on on my system um, that gave me all these special powers. Uh, but I didn't mean to cheat. I just thought that they were there to help uh, the chat room. So do I know anything about this? No. Do I know if this is a big deal or not? I have no idea. All I know is, is that a guy on the internet started bragging about stuff he was doing back in October. And when pushed on it, said, I didn't cheat, I didn't cheat, I didn't cheat, I didn't cheat, I didn't cheat. And in June of this year, finally says, turns out I may have cheated, but I didn't mean to. My bad. Oh. So, so do we, do we need to declare a winner or, uh, or there, there are no winners. There's just losers when it comes to the idiot of the week. I think, I think that's exactly where we are. <laughs> what I would like to be able to do though, is, uh, is awarded to the, uh, to the French open tournament director who in his acceptance speech would say, thank you. I'm not accepting any questions. And then just turn and walk off the stage. <laughs> How about in, instead of what, what about instead of a quiz this week, what if we do a listener challenge? Ooh. Okay. I so, bet that I bet our listeners don't have a hundred dollar bill that they could send us in less than 10 days. No, you're thinking of something else. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I got in my email and uh, this is from the discoverer. The discoverer.com. Um, the best small town in each state. It's, you know, it's arbitrary, but it's, it's oh. someone's idea. Oh yeah. Yeah. If we were going a different route with this, I would, I would, I would like to have words with this person who came up with this, but we don't have time for that. So let's keep going with the challenge. I, I'd I'd also quibble with their definition of small. I think I think uh best small yeah, best and small there are both maybe should be in quotes, but we'll we'll let it yes. ride for this. Yeah. But but town and state is accurate. So, you know. Well, depending on the they, size, they, town might even be anyway, state <laughs> is they it definitely the and state. I have no quibbles with there's and it, and there's one in each of them. So yeah. that part. Yeah. Um, so it's this list of 50 small towns. I will post the link, but we were, you and me and Amy and Lisa were texting about it today. I have been, I think to seven of them. And depending on how good my memory is, I may have been to Branson and I either, um, don't remember it, blocked it out, or it happened when I was in junior high and it's still kind of fuzzy. Uh, I may have been to Branson, so I'm like either seven or seven adjacent. Isn't isn't Branson's slogan? If you've been to Branson, you know it. 
No, they can, they can oh, use that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so I will, I will post okay, so, this, but so I which, got, w- yeah, which, so what's, what seven ish towns have you been to? I had Galena, Illinois, New Glarus, Wisconsin, and Pella, Iowa, which Amy also had all three of those. Plus, um, Deadwood, Dodge City, and Park City, Utah, thanks to you. I Did I count Branson twice? Is that how I got to seven-ish? I think what you're saying is seven-ish. It's it's six or seven, not seven or eight. Yes, you're right. Six or seven. That's what I got. Those those were those were mine. So thanks to you. Yes, thanks to you, Park City, Dodge City, Deadwood, Amy's three, and maybe Branson. Six, maybe seven is what I got. Okay, so you're at you you've you've. Visited six or seven of the best small town in each state, according to the discoverer. Uh, it turns out when I went through and looked at the list, uh, I believe I've been to three. Uh, okay. Galena, Pella, and Park City. Okay. Lisa, however, set the bar fairly high. Um, Lisa has been to 11 of the 50. Did she see a concert in each of these towns? Is that how this works? You know what? We we can you know what we we can get her we can get her on next week for follow up <laughs> to to uh, to describe each of the towns uh, to us. And yeah. here's the thing: her list of eleven doesn't include Pella, and she's going to be forty minutes from Pella on the Prince Johnson corporate retreat. Ironic, yes. So, so she could pick that one up, and it wouldn't help any of us because we've already checked that one off. Because <laughs> we've already checked that box. the The funny thing is, is that, uh, is that she's been to Vir- Virginia City, uh, Nevada. When we lived, we lived in Reno for two years. Um, that was like twenty five minutes away. She made it there, and I didn't. And now I'm like, ah, oh, I could have checked another one off. So. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? So what we're, what we're going to say is, so we're going to post, you're going to post the link and we're going to ask everybody who's listening, look at the list, tell us how many you've, how many you've been to. And what we're looking for is, uh, so if you're below three, um, we're more than happy to point that out. (laughs) Amy and I are more than happy to point that out. Um, and, and if you're, if you're above 11, um, soon to be 12, uh, let us know and, uh, let us know which, which, which towns you've been to. So, yeah. And, and if you've got, if you've got great stories or recommendations of things that aren't Bisbee or Eureka Springs or Bar Harbor, send them our way. The other thing we could do, I'm just realizing to make this a better contest is if I just wrote, if I just wrote a list that said the best towns in each state, and then I just include towns that I've been to, I would get a much higher number. <laughs> and when somebody says, what makes them best? I've been there. How do you know they're better than other ones? How did this guy know? Like, I don't know whoever wrote this. Like, come on. So. <laughs> I like Galena, right? 
Yeah. I, I, I like New Glarus. It's the, uh, we've talked about New Glarus. It's the home of Spotted Cow. Yeah. Um, but the best is it that right? I mean, eh, okay. Yeah. It, it kind of feels like somebody just went, Oh, where have I been? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, what, are, what are you watching this week? So when I put this on the rundown, I literally watched you roll your eyes. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm totally used to. So that's fine. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, so, are you talking about the first one or the second one? Actually, both. You did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this one, this one is what are you? So, so the category is what we're watching. We have kept this to video, TV, YouTube, etc. Oh, by the way, we we took a couple of weeks off from the train videos. We're back on the train videos now. So, um, all's right in the world. We're we're back. Uh, what I was going to uh, of the two things, the first one is this is admittedly completely nerdy, but occasionally it's kind of cool. So there's multiple apps that will give you this information. I use one called ISS Spotter. And what it does is you launch it and it tells you on a map where the International Space Station is at any point. It then uses your location and says, when can I see it flying over my house or some where I can see it? And so it will tell you, it'll calculate It'll tell you it'll start in this direction. It ends over here. It tells you down to the second of when you can see it and then when you can no longer see it. So this this last this week, uh, two nights ago, it and then it, it tells you uh, it tells you if it's a one star, two star, or three star viewing opportunity based off of um, how high off of the you know if it's really low, you might not be able to see it because it's near the horizon. Um, how long it it's available. Anyway, uh, Monday night was a, was a five and a half minute viewing of the space station as it flew, uh, all the way through the sky. So you just go outside and you go look where the phone tells you to, and you can see the space station flying overhead. And when I could see it, you can also look at the map. So, it was off the coast of Portland, Oregon when it came into view for me. And when I stopped seeing it, it was getting ready to head into Texas in five minutes. So anyway, what am I watching? Yeah, I'm going outside watching the space station fly overhead. Why? Because it's pretty cool to go, oh, hey, look. And it turns out it's incredibly easy to spot. If you know, if you know the time, you know where to look. It's super easy. You you just like you just go outside, you can see it. It stands out. It's very easy to see. Um, and it's it's kind of a cool thing to do. So anyway, there's Todd's geek pick of the week. Is it just is it just bright or can you actually know what you're looking at? Um to the naked eye, it is it's bright. So okay. yeah, um, but you have a telescope. No, I just go out and I look at it. I, I don't, I mean, if you had binoculars, I don't know if binoculars, I don't know if you could even pick it out at that point. It's, it can be super bright. So, um, it's just, uh, 
And I don't think, and a telescope probably wouldn't help you because it's moving fairly rapidly. Because it's traveling at 18,000 miles an hour. So, um, floating. Technically, it's falling. Sure. Yeah. Because it's not flying and it's not floating. It's falling. Yeah. It's kind of, anyway. Yeah. So, um, no, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a bright dot. It's, it, it's, it looks like a bright star, um, moving, uh, fast and potentially even moving faster than an airplane. So anyway, um, oh, and then the other one, uh, and then, and then once we go back to the TV, uh, just in case anybody was worried, the, uh, the last episode of season one of the, of the ducks dropped and we watched that last night. And so we, we watched, we watched the first season and at the end of it, um, like, like this is, this is a Disney show. Like y- y- you, know, what's coming. You, you watch the show. There's no surprises. There's no, there's no twists. Um, it's just an entertaining show like it it does what it says on the tin you're gonna watch you're gonna watch a disney plus show about the mighty ducks you know what you're getting into and at the end of it you go i i knew when i was going to watch it and it gave me everything that i expected so anyway so you said you're gonna watch the 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 duck drop not the puck drop you're not gonna watch the puck drop you watch the duck drop. <laughs> yeah, the duck drop. Yeah, yeah. Although the NHL playoffs are on, so you could also watch the puck. You could watch the puck drop. Although the duck drop did include the puck drop. So, a little ducky, y'all. Okay, sorry. Anyway, um, what are you watching? <laughs> so, um, we watched we watched Twister. <laughs> are you just <laughs> just preparing for the season? <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody! Just you just want to watch this documentary to know what to prepare for. <laughs> Cow. Yep, tornado season coming up here in Iowa. Yep. Uh, yeah, we just want to get. I gotta go. We have cows. Other cow. I think it's the same cow. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there are so many people in that movie. I had I had forgotten. It's been a long time since I've seen Twister. There are so many people in that movie, and lines that i had forgotten it's really really funny the soundtrack is really good did it did it blow you away <laughs> See, I, don't, I don't i don't do it often but when i do right like it's like i'm gonna need a minute oh so yeah there's some <laughs> there's some pretty good songs in it um there's a shania twain song which is like the antithesis of Facebook and social media and everything. Um, no one needs to know right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Remember yeah, that song? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got, I've got all these plans and no one needs to know. Keep it that way. Fantastic. F- try just don't tell anybody, would you? So watched. Yeah. Watch that. The next two episodes, and I know Lindsay loves it when we say this, the next two episodes of Girls 5 Eva dropped for free. So I watched them. I, you're right. I am liking this. I'm just thinking what you're watching is Girls 5 Eva for free. <laughs> 
two, one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so um, what are you oh. waiting? Five. By the way, Twister filmed partially in Iowa. Yes, actually, I. Um, so Amy and I are watching this. I pulled it up on. The, I said, "We can drive to that house." She said, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's just south of Eldora." And I uh, googled on the Google map. It says um, Twister House, just south and just south and east of Eldora. So you know, again, Prince Johnson Corporate Retreat, possible location. Just imagining you go to the northwest of Eldora and and they got a big piece of plastic out with all these colored dots and a spinner and all sorts of people like, oh, you mean the other Twister house? No, that's the other one. <laughs> Common mistake. <laughs> it happens all the time. All the time. We're, tr- we're trying to get Google to update it. The other Twister. <laughs> I uh, I actually... Left, left hand red while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you help me out? Um, I actually, <laughs> yeah, so there you go. They're, they're an Iowa product. So, <laughs> oh, oh God, it's just completely lost control of this. Didn't we? What, uh, what are you, what'd you learn this week? A couple of things without additional commentary. I learned that when one person in the house goes on a diet and decides to eat healthy, everyone in the house, we all in, knew it, learned it again this week. No further commentary. None needed. Um... Also, uh, uh, Eddie and I went for a walk down to the end of the cul-de-sac and it was garbage day and, um, or or what dogs refer to as Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's got their garbage can sitting out, but one of the houses has these miniature, everybody else has the 48 gallon toters. A brown one for garbage, a green one for recycling. That's how it is here. And except this one house has these baby ones that instead of, wait, instead of maybe the 96 gallon, it's a 48 gallon. Yeah, that'd be about right. And I'm like, hmm, I mean, we don't generate that much garbage or that much recycling. It's just the two of us. Those two would fit much nicer in my garage than the two monster ones that I've got now. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Well, I wonder what they, I mean, it's, it's got, it's gotta be half the size, right? I wonder what the difference in cost is. You want to take a guess? I'll the tell you what, I'll spot you. Go ahead. Well, the fact that you're telling this story, here's what pops into my head. <clears throat> the answer for reasons that are not clear is half but the big one is half the price (laughs) of the small one (laughs) why 
don't know. <laughs> if you want the small one, they are $12 a month. Okay. If you want the large one, they are $13 a month. Okay. Okay. Yep. As someone who has a history with waste and recycling and systems, consulting on structuring these things to incentivize the kind of behavior that you want, more recycling, less waste, those kinds of things. Yeah. This is not structured in a way that incentivizes the behavior that we would like to see to encourage more recycling. I was going to say, what you learned was it is structured to incentivize the behavior that somebody wants, just not you. Uh, Though, frankly, it's not incentivizing anybody at all to do anything. Here's what the cost is. And the cost, the cost to drive around and pick up your garbage doesn't change whether it's the small one or the large one. Right. They don't care. And that's what they're charging you. Yes. That's generally speaking. Yes. Right. That's the, the, it's. Running that truck costs the same amount, whether I get the large one or the small one. So that's what they charge me. It's not about maximizing the capacity in the landfill or encouraging diversion into the recycling stream. Because if it were, the recycling bin would be free. And the small one would be $12 and the large one would be 26. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> and so Amy says, so are you going to get the small one? Like not for a dollar, not for a buck. Well have the big one, <laughs> right? What do I, but, I mean, I want to save the environment. About, what, do I, what do I look like? Stupid. <laughs> but, but isn't it about taking up less space in your garage? Yeah. But for a dollar, I'll put up with it. <laughs> Yeah. How about how about you? <laughs> Did you learn anything this week? So one of the other things that we watched <clears throat> was on HBO Max, they had the Friends reunion show. Yes. Did you did you guys watch that? Yes, we did. Okay. Um, there's some good stuff in there. It's very interesting. I, I, I have to think watching them go back to the sets, like, like this is going back. Like nobody gets to go back in time like that. Like, yeah, Ooh, that would be weird. Right. Because even if you go back to places you've been before, they've changed and they, this is literally back to the way it was, but. And in fact, back to the way it was, it was because. Early in the series, did you catch that there was a post? The, the beam. Yeah, this beam. Hey, the beam. The beam back. Right? Hey, yeah. they put the beam back. <laughs> Sorry, go, go ahead. <laughs> but the I whether it's something it's not something I learned, it's something I remembered, I guess. Is they went back and they showed the script for when they were moving the couch up through the stairs 
And on the piece of paper, it just says, Ross, pivot, pivot, pivot. And they play the episode of (laughs) Ross yelling, pivot, pivot, pivot. Every single time I see that, <laughs> including this time, I just am taken back to that place that you were renting. <laughs> and you and I stuck with the couch because <laughs> we couldn't pivot it. <laughs> and having to climb out the window <laughs> to get help. And your dad's showing up and looking at it and going, huh, yeah. here, 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 boom, you're out. <laughs> And thinking he managed to do that whole thing without even, at this point now, the funny part would have been him walking and go, pivot. <laughs> Just walking out. Oh, I, I will have to say, though, watching, if, if you really want to, I mean, seeing, seeing the script and then seeing what he did with that, it's yeah. like, oh, oh, there is more than just writing. So anyway, that was, that was a great, I mean, the whole, the whole show was, was very interesting to watch and it was entertaining or whatever, but that was, I, I, that piece I was really interested because in you kind of get to see what goes on to make the show. And, uh, anyway, yeah. Pivot. Anyway, it was, yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, you know, if you've got HBO max and you know, want to watch the friends reunion and, and go, Oh, Hey, there, there they are. It's a couple of surprises. If you haven't read the spoilers already. (laughs) Don't spoil the reunion for me. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. played the long one and i played the short one to open the show that would be why i was off no wonder i'm gonna blame podbean so you can sign up and listen to us on podbean or overcast or apple podcast or spotify or wherever you get your pods tell your friends to search talking on the number two no g no space you can check out our award-winning merch on zazzle you can like us on facebook you can tweet at us at talking to Todd. You can leave us a voicemail and tell us how many of these 50 famous or I don't know, partially famous small towns that you may or may not have visited uh, at 515 also CPA. That's 515-257-6272. You can stop by and visit us at the Tuba City Home Office. At some point, I'm going to stop saying that. In the meantime... Please don't do that. And the website is talkingtotodd.com. Thanks to our listeners, especially those that have stuck with us through every episode and listened to every minute. Oh, wait. Even even some of us haven't done that. (laughs) Then send us your feedback at feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? 
All right, so I may have bit off a little bit more than I could chew while you were doing that. I was trying to look up the populations of all of the fifty sta- of all the fifty towns because you said some of them are bigger than others. Turns out that's a lot of googling to do. Uh, we need a lot more credits in order to do that. Um, How big is Ohio? Okay, that's not one I looked up. Uh, <laughs> um, but like Dodge City, Kansas is not a small town. Yeah. So so Dodge City comes in with a population of 27,555. So is it a small town? Well, I guess it's all relative. I, yeah. I, Pella is population 10,231. Now, Galena, 3,249. That's a small town. And, and this actually surprises me. And we should know this because do you want to, do you want to just take a guess at what the population of Tuba city, Arizona is? Is it less than a thousand? Oh no, 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 no. It's higher. Really? Yeah. How many yeah. people live in Tuba city, Arizona? 8,609. <laughs> We've been making fun of this town. Who gets to sit for his chair? Mm. You know what? We give this one to Dan. (laughs) On that note, we've been talking to Todd. Would hate to be the editor for this one.